Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you a story. It's a question, it's a statement, it's what can you offer? here for a celebration. You bought your tickets for a celebration. So a celebration is what you're going to get. You know, I really can't wait until OKX is over and we can sit down and podcast with a few individuals. And I would love to talk about how bad, terrible, fucking garbage ECW is. If you're coming in hot. Like ECW... Or I guess was because it went bankrupt. But ECW coming in was as, garbage time wrestling. Coming in as hot as this atomic you know, fireball in my mouth. That's all I'm saying is like, and here's the thing is I respect the workers. I have nothing against the workers. Anybody that goes and jeopardizes their body for little to zero pay. No, you don't. You know, I respect, you know, on a small degree. but You don't respect you know, me For these grown men that are in their 30s now, 40s, 50s. Hello. That sit around and worship these guys that literally work nine to fives every day making less money than you i i feel bad for you it's hard to make honestly. less money than me well i'm just saying there's guys that get online and they go to bat for the OGECW and yada 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 and then you got guys like rob van dam that are putting out documentaries about concussions and you know you know all the other bullshit that goes along with it and you know you have ecw to thank for that you know and um that's all I have to say, is ECW is just trash. Now, some of the stuff that came out of it, like, you know, don't get me wrong, mm. there's athletes in there. Mm. Jerry Lynn, mm-hmm. Sabu, mm. Rob Van Dam, Shane Douglas. I get it. I'm smart enough to understand. And hey, I don't give, I don't give a shit what people say about Shane Douglas. You're going good there for a little bit. Shane Douglas is one of my favorite to come out of ECW. Because he didn't buy into all that hardcore shit. Yeah, he did some of it, but it's like, he was a character, man. He was a good promo. Anyway, I loved I loved the rise and fall of ECW DVD. It is top five for me. I love the story, but you notice at the end of that DVD, they're all talking about how they moved on. They went to WCW or they went to WWE. You think the Dudley Boys would be in the Hall of Fame right now if they never made the move to WWE? I mean, come on. Yes. I don't. <laughs> you know. I'd probably book them for OKX if they never made the move to WWE. Hey, that, that brings up a good point, though. Um, I don't think this gets said enough, but uh, Dudley Boys, uh, top five of all time, tag team-wise. They have to be. I don't, that doesn't get A lot of people don't agree with that. They are, yeah, they are. A lot of people don't agree that Dudley Boys are, like, up there. Dudley Boys are way up there. Whatever conversation you're trying to have, if you want to throw Road Warriors at me or whatever, Dudley Boys are fucking Real, up there, like, they're so. a true tag team. Like, they devoted their whole career to being I mean, a They're tag brothers. Team. Uh, they devoted their whole that Bully Ray happened which was cool but like that was great you know another thing like people the the one tag team that people despise all the time no one ever talks about I actually enjoyed the New Age Outlaws I was a fan New Age Outlaws are solid I like the New Age Outlaws they don't don't ever get any credit but Mm -mm. you know I want to sit down and I want to I want to go over this ECW banter (sighs) with the likes of well Jason Doggins Blevins well I uh yeah uh, I'll go ahead and um the, uh, that one guy from AC Slaughter. Yeah. And then, uh, um, yeah, that's about I'm sure it. we can find more. Those are about, that's about the depth of the fan base. Well, I'd like to say that I really enjoyed old school ECW <laughs> and uh, was a big fan. So uh, there you go. Hey, speaking of the rise and fall of ECW, did you know that, or did you notice 
that uh, um, Netflix has put out their own variation of that. The fucking know. Rise and Fall of Blockbuster. Oh, I watched it. Did you watch it? Yeah, it was very good. They did the same thing that WWE did. They yeah. basically shit all over their competition that they murdered and uh, put out. I didn't watch it. Okay, it good. So, well, they actually talk about how Netflix had nothing to do with putting them out of business. Yeah, it's a lot. But anyway, I get it. People yeah. like it. But at the time, Blockbuster went out. Netflix wasn't super huge. Mm. Think about. It. Did you know in that documentary? Are you fucking phone. I don't know why. Do they not? They don't fucking get the goddamn answering machine on there. You want me to answer it? I'm just going to let it ring. <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We're a professional yeah. podcast. We close at three. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm you fuckers go, on the, the phone check. should not answer it on the podcast. Yeah. Let's listen to what um, Alex has to say when he answers the phone here. Hey, thanks for calling Atlas. Yes, I will sponsor a Nigerian prince with credit card money right now. Yeah, that was one of those numbers where it's like, hi, we're from your local school. We're looking to buy an ad. Can we buy an ad in our paper? Oh, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, sure, yeah. Will, you, will you email me all the information? Well, sir, we don't do emails right now. And I'm like, but you're right down the road at our <laughs> local school? Yeah. But you can't send me an email when I'm buying? No, yeah. thank you. I used to um, get those all the time, too. Like anyway, the, the, the last blockbuster, very good. Yeah, yeah. It inspired it good? me. It inspired me. I, it brought back so much nostalgia, you know. So there's a part in there. To where when Blockbuster was on top, mm-hmm. Blockbuster had over 9,000 stores. They mm-hmm. had their own award show. Super popular. Yeah. And um, a guy that was up, an upstart, Netflix, had set up a meeting with Blockbuster <clears throat> and walked in on a board meeting when there was a room full of people yeah. and basically offered Blockbuster to buy Netflix. Really? I forget the amount, but I want to say it was like for like... Negligible, for like, sure. For like yeah. $30 million. I was going to say a few, a few chump change. Yeah, like $30 million. Dollars, and... Multiple people on the documentary said that the people in the blockbuster room laughed out loud. Sure. Like, laughed out loud, and they pushed them off of yeah. the wayside. So, what they said is that when the stock market crashed in, in um, 2008 or nine or whatever it was, that's they said that's what killed Blockbuster. So, what they did do is they built this whole thing around this last blockbuster store in Bend, Oregon. And uh-huh. they had a countdown clock because there were some in Alaska and then some in Oregon. And Dish Network ended up buying... Blockbuster out of bankruptcy. So they own the rights to the Blockbuster name. Mm. So Bend Oregon is the last Blockbuster and the lady's doing everything Blockbuster. Movies, you know, she, she really, they really make it all about her. It's great. And they turned it into a, basically a tourist location. Mm-hmm. So at the end of it, spoiler, they said, uh, they let her renew the name to keep the Blockbuster name um, and sign a new licensing agreement to keep it. So apparently it's generating revenue. Yeah. And it only will more now because it's Blockbuster. Sure, sure. And uh, people are going to go see it. It's become a tourist stop. Yeah, yeah. To the point to where it was over, I told Sam, I go, you know, I would love to go see that. Yeah. And she's like, why? And I said, well, there's tons of hiking to do in Oregon. Right. So it's like there's incredible parks and stuff we can hike in. But I said, how badass is it if we go to the store, because I don't own a DVD player. Go to the store, buy a DVD player, pack it in your bag, fucking fly to Bend, Oregon. Mm Mm-hmm. Get a hotel, mm-hmm. that night go get whatever bad food you want to eat, pizza, whatever, go to this Blockbuster, mm-hmm. open up a membership, pick out two movies, take them back to the hotel, watch, that sounds like a great time to me. You know what I mean? Like, to get that experience again, people are walking into that Blockbuster like, it smells the same. You know, like, mm-hmm. I yeah, like shit like that. Were you a, uh, were you a Blockbuster kid? Go to Blockbuster a lot? I went to any movie store. Here in Claremore, there was a, uh... Which, up until like a year ago, it was still a thing. Oh, really? It was called Super Video. Yeah. And it was, it was a movie store inside Warehouse Market. 
and uh, it just kept going, you know. And uh, we used to go there and get our five day rentals or our two day rentals or whatever. I remember going up and being like, they'd be like, oh, you got late fees, and I'd be like, oh, and they're like, it's thirteen dollars, and I'd be like, how much can I pay today so I can rent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, three dollars you can rent today. I'm like, right. deal. <laughs> you know, that's another thing in the documentary. They said that when Blockbuster was trying to compete with Redbox and stuff, and they, remember they did a big ad campaign, they're like, no more late fees. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. They said that was the dagger in the fucking heart for the company. Really? Because they just, all of a sudden, they were like, let's just do no more late fees, you know, and just, you know, throw caution to the wind and you'll bring people in. Well, what entices them to bring the movies back? Yeah, 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 true. They said that people were keeping them for as long as they could. Right. And then people would go in trying to buy that movie, and they'd be like, well, it was supposed to be here five days ago. <laughs> but there was nothing to bring them in because there was no yeah, more late yeah, fees, yeah. you know? Uh, I was I was not a Blockbuster kid because the nearest Blockbuster to me was, was almost an hour away. But uh, um, we had we had uh, Videomax. Was the, there, were, there were two video stores in my town. It was Videomax and Fantasyland. And... Uh, it was weird because the, the kids, all the kids were like split. You were either a Videomax kid or Fantasyland kid. I didn't know many people that just went back and forth to both. So it would be weird. Like I'd go spend the night at a buddy's house. And he'd be like, hey, we're going to go rent some movies. And I'd be like, oh, cool, awesome. And then we'd be like, yeah, we're going to Fantasyland. And I'd be like, holy shit. Like I've never been inside this place. You know, it's weird. It's for, totally foreign territory. But it would be cool because you'd go look at all the, you know, they'd have different video games. And I know Fantasyland had like a, uh, a beaded doorway and if you walk through it it's all the porn and stuff in there and uh so they had like, like a whole porn room which of course you know as a kid you love so uh you're not supposed to go in there but you do anyway because you're a fucking kid you go in there and smoke it off where they catch you for sure um but uh um yeah man i loved renting videos that i'll never forget like video max had the like five for five for five deal it's like five movies for five dollars for five days and mm. uh yeah, that was like the so fucking every week i'm just going in there Written, you know, the same shit. My dad's always like, oh, fuck, this again? How many times are you going to rent Jaws 2 in a row? And I'm like, you know, oh, this fuck, Dad, this is what I want to watch. But I'm written like Jaws and Highlander and Evil Dead and fucking Terminator like every week over and over and over again. But whatever, that's what you do. Then you pick like one random one you've never seen before. But uh, yeah, man, I loved fucking renting movies. And then both of those places went out of business and a much more popular chain called Movie Gallery. That's a pretty big I chain. I remember Movie Gallery. Movie there's, Gallery. There was one here. Yeah, Movie Gallery popped up. That was a big deal for everyone. There was and, one in Tahlequah. Oh, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. Fuck. And I'm, I'm sitting here like, oh, yeah, that's the one I went to. No, it's not because I lived in fucking Hugo, not Tahlequah. I live in Tahlequah now. But, uh, um, yeah, Hugo got Movie Gallery. It was a big deal. That's when I actually started dating Brittany because that's all my memories of, like, dating with her are going to Movie Gallery to rent movies. And that, that was our little video store. So, yeah, we would go. That's where I actually had my own card. It wasn't like I was on my parents' deal anymore. I had my own fucking movie card. And we'd go rent movies and you know, fucking I movie remember, gallery. I remember going to Blockbuster when I turned 16. Mm-hmm. I get my own card. And I went there and I walked in. And I remember them be, and me being like, ah, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. I walk down the aisles, find what I want, pick two yeah, yeah, movies. Yeah. I go up to the front. I find what I, was like, I need to get a membership. Yeah. And they, like, open it up. And they're like, we need two forms of ID. And I was like... I was like, shit. It's like you're buying a house. I just got my driver's license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like fumbling through my wallet. And I was like, I've had a fishing license from like three years before. I was like, I got a fishing license. They're like, that'll work. And I'm like, yes. It's like you're buying a fucking house. That's so weird. Because nobody gives a shit nowadays. Like, I don't know what I did. There's got to be those little blockbuster cars floating around places. Oh, yeah, of course. Because I was telling Sam, I was like, I want to go. Yeah. And we looked up tickets. Tickets were like $600 to yeah. dinner because I had peace. 
And we were like, well, we don't want to go watch a movie that bad. But, you know, <laughs> I, yeah. it's a day drive, so I'm not driving it. And we're in goddamn Oklahoma. Yeah. So um, I started looking online. I was like, you know, what would be cool is to have, like, because I... I'm a big fan of like I want to have a theater room one day. Yeah. Um. I have an office room now, and, and you know we're gonna move. When we move. I want to have an, a room dedicated dedicated to an office. Yeah. All my wrestling shit, all Sam's Harry Potter stuff, and everything in there. And I was like, how cool would it be to have a piece of an actual blockbuster like in your mm-hmm. office room, mm-hmm. like a little blockbuster sign or you know yeah. something like a bathroom logo or whatever. And uh, I looked it up, and they're going for like thirty five hundred dollars for sure, the sure. for the two foot blockbuster sign. And there used to be a blockbuster, like an abandoned one in Tahlequah somewhere. Oh, right. was like oh yeah, block, yeah, yeah. There was like yeah, a blockbuster yeah, signs yeah. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And then last time I went there, I noticed that they were all gone. And I'm like, I bet people noticed how much they were and probably jacked them or something and sold them online. So in Tahlequah, I, I don't know where the blockbuster was. I know, uh, I'm sure there was one, but I know of the, uh, there's a family video that is either about to close or just closed like this year. They have been hanging on this whole time. Every time I drive by them, it blows my mind that they are open. The open sign's on. You look at the sign and it says like, hey, rent tonight for 99 cents. And I'm like, how is this fucking place still in business? I'm actually sad that I never went in there because I'm nostalgic to these video stores. And it'd be cool to like look around and see the different sections and the new releases and all that shit. But like, I never went in there. But it is closing or has closed this year. There's also, when you come into Tahlequah, the big main four-way where there's... Uh, Chili's and then like Holiday Inn, Walmart. Yeah, it's a the other market. one is a yeah. It's it's nothing. It's it's abandoned, but it has like old kickboxing equipment in it. That was a big video store. I don't know if there was ever a blockbuster. Maybe there was a blockbuster there, but it became a different kind of video it was a store. Hollywood video. Yeah, Hollywood video. That's what it was. And uh, the there's like a story about like why the person that owns that like he just asks like this crazy amount of rent because that's like prime real estate. Yeah. That's a, uh, it's amazing that that's an abandoned building. That is, I don't think you could get more prime real estate in Tahlequah yeah. and he will not rent. That's the craziest thing. I don't understand that at all. That's the craziest shit ever. I'm sure it's just some old guy that just is weird. But anyway, um, so, uh, Reezers that I worked at for a couple years, um, up until whatever, a couple years ago, um, probably less than that actually. Um, Reezers still had their video section. They were the only Reezers of the entire franchise that still had their video department. Entire video department. And uh, they finally announced it was closing. And it was a big, like, I was right in the middle of it. I, that's when I was, like, at the, the peak of my, you know, little bitchy managership there. And, uh, and it was like, we're shutting down the video department. We're going to have to um, absorb all the employees. In- so, yeah, Reezers announced that they were closing their last video department. And I was in charge of, like you know, ripping the fucking place apart. Basically we would take employees and you, you know, you just, we sold all the movies, all the DVDs, Blu-rays, video games, all that shit got put in shopping carts and moved over to the grocery department. And you know, we sold everything for, you know, it started at like two for a dollar. Then it went to three for a dollar, four for a dollar, fucking take them for free. You know, like that uh, until yeah. everything was gone. Get rid get, get out of here. And, uh, um, I, I mean, I was before we did all that. Like at the the video department would close at nine, and I would be in the store until ten though with the other side of the store. So what I would do, like if I was you know you know when I'm just like trying to kill time to get off the clock, I would go walk around the like dark video department. Like the, all the lights are off except for like the little like emergency lights, and I just walk the DVDs and it's be peaceful and quiet. And it's just movies everywhere. I love that. And then when we tore the place apart. 
like when we finally ripped all the shelving down, it's a UPS store now. Um, we ripped all that stuff apart. Um, I, I pulled the, uh, the big, uh, sign because you're talking about signs yeah the big sign off the wall that said horror the horror sign and it's hanging in my garage now so i have i have that little piece of uh that's pretty cool i never noticed that movie memorabilia yeah it's hanging up above my little wall that's covered in blood or whatever it's, it's you know it was it was a very it was a very cool doc sam and i watched the whole thing i loved it i need I, to watch it i, guess, I mean yeah. i truly loved it <laughs> yeah to the point to where i wanted to go immediately to this place oh yeah like i mean for real like i'm, I'm that kind of guy I like i like nostalgia yeah, 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 yeah. you know I, I to me like that just sounded like an awesome like trip just yeah you go there just to rent a couple movies yeah. just to take them back the next day yeah you do other shit too but like that's you're there sure. you're at the last you take a stick pictures of the last blockbuster yeah so apparently russell crowe had a lot of movie mm-hmm. memorabilia that got donated to the yeah. alaska stores that came down to the stores, the last store in Bend, yeah. Oregon. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that's on display. Right. And it shows like people were mailing, people were mailing in like gift cards they had from years ago and, you know, blockbuster memorabilia and donations so she can stay open and like right. people were mailing this stuff in. And now that this Netflix documentary is out, it's only going to make it 10 sure, million sure. times more known that it's yeah, the last yeah. one. Yeah. I don't see it going away ever, really. It's like, yeah. you know, people are, for years to come are going to want to go there to get that movie experience. You know? it'll, it'll survive for a minute now, for sure. Um, yeah. New life based on this documentary. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And honestly, to, this documentary may pump out. out. People may that have disposable income might just be like, why don't we do our own movie franchise yeah. and try? You know, why not try yeah. to bring it back? We're like, dispensaries are super huge right now. Yeah. So, like, what if someone's like, hey, Let's put yeah. a movie slash dispensary. Yeah, you know what I mean. Someone goes and gets high, and they're like, "I want to get a movie while I'm here." You know, like one of my one of my biggest. This is, and it's it's funny because it's like one of my biggest bucket list things, but it's, it's totally doable. It's beyond doable. It's easy. Even me, like a fucking poor fucking broke ass personal trainer, can go do it. And like, um, uh, I want to go to New Jersey and go to one of the last surviving comic book stores. There's a huge comic book store there. Um, Kevin Smith, the guy that directed Clerks and Mallrats yeah. and all that, it's it's his his store and it's been open. You know, it does other things, but it's uh it's it's a full blown comic book store. He's he, also one of the main stars of the blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, he's big way. on all that stuff. I don't know yeah. if you knew that, but he keeps uh, he keeps it alive because you know it's a passion of his to have a comic book store. But um, the comic book store is also like the backside of the comic book store is a like merchandise store. I mean, it's tiny for. My legit favorite podcast of all time. The my favorite podcast, the podcast that I listen to every week is called Tell 'em Steve Dave. I listen to that podcast every week religiously. And they have their own like t-shirt store in the back of that comic book store. So I'm like, fuck, I've got to get out there someday. Like I gotta get out there and go buy I wanna do the experience like you said. Like go to New Jersey, yeah. like it has a scenic side. Go to the scenic side of New Jersey. It has shit that I like, like the Jersey mm-hmm. Devil, you know, like the big like Bigfoot, you know, we have Bigfoot here. They have the Jersey Devil there, not the hockey team. The fucking, like, the monster that lives in the woods called the Jersey Devil. And, like, they have all that shit. So I love that shit. I love stupid shit like that. And then I love comic books, and I love uh, that Tell Em Steve Day podcast. So I want to go, like, buy a comic book, buy a shirt, go hiking in the woods and look for a monster. And then, you know, all that shit. That's what I want to do. So, like, yeah, yeah. So same thing with, like, that video store like you are talking about. I want to go do that with, like, podcast store. Because there are, like, cool little places like that that still exist in the world. So no, that's, that's very cool. Cool little vacation destination that I will need to do someday because it's totally achievable. I could fucking drive there. Then, you know, fuck. 
Maybe yeah, you know, obviously it's a long drive, but I'm just saying, like, it's not like it's across the world. What's like the I furthest go. you've ever driven? Um, furthest I've ever driven. I guess that's be like, like uh, San Antonio or something. Galveston is Galveston further than San really? Antonio? That's like that's like nine hours or something. Mm-hmm. I think ten that's hours. That's about. I mean, that's one one way. I think that's the furthest I've ever driven. But you know, and that's. That's just a testament to how big Texas is, I guess, because like that's only two states, right? I've only driven, I've driven from Oklahoma to Texas. Yes, it was ten hour drive, but like you know, that's that's that that was not for wrestling. That was for fucking like Six Flags. Mine so, was uh, New York City. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's well. It. I mean, New York City was you know you get to the shit part of New York, yeah, and then yeah. you go you go a little further, and then it actually gets really beautiful. Sure, sure. You know, it's like autumn, everything. Oh yeah, very yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, Dude, people forget there's like an upstate like. Like like nature side to New yeah. York, yeah, I, I forget it as well. Yeah, we went to uh, Cooperstown, New York, where the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, uh-huh. and um, we took my grandpa there, and it was it was it was beautiful. Yeah, you can there. It's like small town, everything. It's like it's not big bright lights, big city. It's all small right. towns. So like all they have there is motels, right? And they're all single level motels. So it's like you get a motel, and it's like. 60 bucks a night and you look at it and you think man I'm staying in a shithole yeah yeah because yeah. you're conditioned around here to think they'd be staying in a motel it's a shithole sure you know you gotta be in like an indoor five sure, star sure, sure. a pool inside but we you don't realize we stay in this place at night and we're like dang like it might be trashy we don't know yeah wake up the next morning and you look out and there's just orange and yellow leaves falling on, on a lake yeah 10 feet from our door Covered you know what I mean bugs. like just incredible like you know it's just yeah yeah, it was yeah. amazing. I remember, like, we uh, so we ran out of, we were almost out of gas, and there's no gas stations anywhere around here. Right. It's like, we're like, what the hell? So we had to wake up the next morning because we were supposed to have to drive all day back to Oklahoma. And um, so we spent a whole day in the car. And we go to these gas stations, we pull up, and it's like 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. And there's a car there, but the lights are off. And I'm like, he's got to be inside. I see him turn these pumps on. It's old school pumps. They're the ones you got to flip the handle up. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. digital. It's, it's old yeah. school town. And um, I got a knock on the door, and the guy's like, it's, it's New York so the guy's yeah. like yeah and I'm like well I just sir I'm trying to get some gas and you know howdy I'm from like, Oklahoma I'm like I know it's early but uh, you know we're trying to get on the road um, yeah, yeah. you know I'll pay extra or whatever yeah and um, he's like oh, I'll turn it on for you now you need some coffee I'm like yeah we'll, we'll take some coffee too. he's like alright so we go in there and wait and he yawns and I go man man it's bright and early morning like I feel your pain yeah it's just a figure of speech sure he's like pain Am I showing pain? Like, what? Pain? I'm like, I'm just saying, like, I understand you're tired, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. a figure of speech. It's like, I guess it's Oklahoma thing. And um, he's like, he's like, yeah, that's weird. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, can I pay for my gas now? I'll, I'll never, I, I have just a, um, a slight way to that I can, like, relate to that. I, talking about podcasts that I listen to, as you'll find, is like 90% of my entertainment. That's why we do one. Um... I uh, I called into a podcast recently. They 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 have like a voicemail thing, and you can leave them messages. And That's I called hilarious. in. I called in to talk to them about some stuff. They asked people to call in, and uh, um, I didn't leave my name intentionally because I I, I, so, I mean maybe I'm weird or whatever, but like I'm just like who gives a fuck what my name is? I'm just calling to tell them this story because they asked. I'm not here to promote myself. I just who cares what my name is? So on there, I'm just like uh, my name doesn't matter. So blah blah blah. And I just told my story. Uh, it's a horror movie podcast, by the way. So anyway, um, uh, but they answer, you know, they, they play my message on their next episode and they answer my question or whatever. And they, since I didn't leave my name, they had to call me something. And what do they call me? Anonymous Texan. They go, yeah, I guess we'll just call him anonymous Texan. 
They have no idea where I'm from, but yeah. I'm like, holy fuck, we just don't hear our accents, but I'm, I'm sure we all sound like fucking rednecks if you go to... They're from California, so I'm like, I'm sure we sound like rednecks no matter where else we go, but... Well, whatever. for the people that just know you as John Cross and he cut a promo, you can't really tell. Like, well, yeah, well, that's because you do it. You, you put on really, a performance. You thing. can't really yeah. tell. You I, it was my normal voice. Yeah, yeah it yeah, wasn't yeah. until, it wasn't until like we started hanging out. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. honestly, like I know you never, you never, hel- you never held it back on intentionally. Sure, sure. But like it wasn't until like, I got to the point where like I was hanging out at your house and I could hear you like talking to your wife in normal voice. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, dang, like John does have a draw. You should hear her. Uh, Brittany's, oh, yeah, Brittany's is outrageous. Brittany's got the, uh, she's got the, um, but I, you know, sweet apple pie, like, you know, I was, like, I was, yeah, darling. I was born 20 minutes away from Texas and I went to college for two years in Texas. My first job was in Texas. Yeah, so like I mean, I I have uh, anonymous Texan. I'll be goddamn. He was pretty goddamn close, you know. At least like he didn't he call that. you a fucking hillbilly. That's true. No, they're 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 way nicer than us. <laughs> I bet that guy has no teeth. <laughs> they're they're way nicer than us, so they wouldn't say something like that to their listeners. Yeah. Unlike us, who will say go fuck all of you. But anyway, like uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, it was it's funny. So yeah, that, that's that's totally true. What you're saying though about like sayings not translating to certain places and and our voices. Well, like, speaking of sayings, like what about things like when I was growing up when I was like ten years old, everyone yeah. was like, "Dude, wicked." Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, that's wicked. Wicked. That's sick. That's um, dope. Dope. Dope is the one right now. Dope. Dope happened before and has come back, mm-hmm. and I use it sometimes. And sometimes when I say dope, I want to tell you right now. Sometimes when I hear myself say it. I'm like, why am I trying to act like a fucking college kid? I, I, I hear it and I don't like it, but it gets said a lot. Wicked is not anything that I think was ever in my youth or whatever. Um, tight was the big one. Yeah, like, that's tight. Yeah, you tight, know, was, tight was fuck. Tight was was big. Um, I want to stay away from that one. I don't want that to come back. Tight's not good. I don't like tight's it. not good. And and you know, when I was a kid growing up in the '90s, like uh, you know, and obviously this is 2021. Like so, you all know I'm saying this, so 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 you can know that I know that was wrong. But like, you just said gay. You called everything gay, and what you meant was it was stupid. Like like you're like that's gay. That's fucking like I can't believe we said shit like that. I don't that, understand. That, that went that went away real quick. I don't understand. It was like a huge part of my whole childhood, though. Like you just if something was dumb or stupid or if somebody was acting weird, you just go, dude, you're gay. Like yeah. that's what you say, and I'm, I'm now I hear myself say that, and I'm like, what the fuck was wrong with us? Like yeah. what? And and fucking yeah. Anyway, it's every just one, the stupid shit that you every say. once in a while I will, uh, you know, bring words back unintentionally. Like I'll be like, you know, oh. I'll be, like, I'll be like, like the other day I was like, I was like, yeah, I got a wicked sick headache. Just <laughs> yeah. like just you know just talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, but I you know I work a bar every day. I work a nutrition bar, so it's like people come in, <laughs> high school kids come in, yeah. adults come in. You catch yourself trying to make small talk sure. and fill dead air. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I've developed, like, I say bro a lot. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, and it's not like, I'm like, bro, like Matt Riddle. But I'm like, see what come out. Have a good day, bro. Yeah. What, what, what can I do for you, bro? Like, yeah. something like that. And then you, you take that into, like, everyday world, <laughs> like at Walmart. And, you know, it's like people look at you funky because I'm yeah, yeah, 30 yeah. years old saying bro. I uh, I mean, I did the same thing at the grocery store. Like, you, you just try to fill dead space because you speak to a million customers a day. As a matter of fact, I went shopping yesterday, and I, I know you didn't work at a fucking grocery store, but, like, I went shopping yesterday, and when I am, if Brittany is, like, fucking moving around, like, I'm not going to follow her. So I'll just, like, stand in the middle of the, like, you know, dairy and just wait for her to get done getting, you know, 
eggs from here, butter from here, milk from here. She's just, she's zipping all over the place. And I'm just standing there like leaning up against the cooler and I can't help it. And this is just from my years in fucking grocery retail. I turn around and I start like fixing all their displays. Like, like really? I start like, you call it facing, like I'll, I'll face all their, like if they have a little coffee display, I'll fucking start straightening it all up, pulling it, making it perfect, looking great. I'll turn around. I see like this display of yesterday. It was like frozen fish. And I was like, there's like holes everywhere where customers have shopped it. And I'm like, oh, let me fix this. And I just like straightened it all out, made it perfect rows just because Brittany's bouncing around and I'm bored. And I do that waiting in the, waiting in the fucking, and now it's fucking stupid because we're all wearing masks. So none of it matters. But even before we started putting masks on and after I worked at a grocery store, I can't help but like as I'm walking past someone in the aisle at a grocery store, I'll give them that fucking fake smile, that customer service smile. I always do it because that's what you do in customer service. I know you, you, give, you give them their dumbass smile. You give them a friendly face. And I was always, I always did it times 10 because I was talking about this somewhere recently. I don't remember. I feel like it was in the locker room at UWE. I don't, I don't know why. But I, anyway, I was just telling them like, I'm six foot. I got black hair. I got a big ass beard. I got tattoos. I have to be double nice to everyone that doesn't know me to get like half of the friendliness that they'll give to someone that is clean cut and like not looks like me. Like, like I have to be extra nice to them because I look intimidating from a distance if you don't know me at all. And uh, I do that to people still at grocery stores. I do it in my mask. I'll be wearing my mask and I'll, I'll look at someone, make eye contact and smile. And I'm like, why did I just do that? Number one, they can't see my smile. And like number two, I don't fucking work here. I don't have to do that anymore. But like, yeah, I, the eye contact is just weird. It's hard to break that fucking habit, man. That that, mm. that fucking constant fucking bullshit. When I go to the gym, I, I try to get in a zone to where yeah. I'm untouchable. Yeah. It's almost where it's like I'm almost sizing people up. Like I wish a motherfucker would. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I have my earphones in. Depending on the song, like, just I, picking fights. Well, I'm a big guy. I'm a big. I'm a big believer, and I don't like. Say I'm say I'm setting say I'm doing incline dumbbell curls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm curling and I hit my set of fifteen or whatever. Yeah. And I lay them down. I don't like just sitting there on my ass and be like, hmm. Yeah. I got thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. So I get up out of my seat. I like that. And I walk. I walk. You know, behind me three steps. Uh, I like I what walk you're to saying. the side. I spin. You know, stretch my arms out, whatever. Same. And yeah. I go hit it again. That's what I do. Yeah. But sometimes when I do that, I catch myself like you know, kind of like cutting my eyes at people, almost yeah. like. You know, I'm, I don't want to smile. I don't want you to know that I'm looking at you. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah, might yeah. glance by you. You know what I mean? But then I think to myself, they're looking at me thinking, that's a fucking douche. You know what I mean? <laughs> because nine times out of yeah. ten, my hairstyle, yeah, yeah. I'm in a cutoff because I like seeing my results. Yeah. You know, I worked on a t-shirt today and I felt like I had zero <laughs> results. I was like, why am I doing this? Like, you know, like, well, this isn't motivating me at all. I, I work out in a hoodie every time, so I don't no, see shit. No. There's no mirrors in my gym either, so I'm, I'm completely... I always look at mirrors, and now I'm I can point. sympathize with you, but uh, there's no mirrors in my gym, and I wear full long sleeve every time, so... I've also understand the fact that it's like, dude, uh, I want... I'm going to take selfies. I don't care what people think anymore. It's like, it's it's my accountability thing, and I'm going to yeah. post them on Facebook. And if you fun. don't like it, delete me. You yeah. know, it's like, that's that's my new motto going forward. I, I think... I agree with you on that. Um, because, but I, I don't think it's near as, I, I know that it's hard to convince yourself mentally that it's not, but I, don't, I really don't think it's a big deal because honestly, man, everybody takes selfies, man. And today's like 2021, like if you look at my Instagram feed, I don't know what everybody else uses their Instagram feed for, but here's what I use mine for. Nine out of 10 of the posts as I'm scrolling through Instagram are fitness based workout deals. And the other posts 
are uh, kook slams, which is people going to the beach and getting like smashed in the face by a wave runner, which I love. Anyway, um, I, everybody, it's normal nowadays to take selfies, to set up cameras and record yourself in the gym. That's a totally normal thing. So it took me a minute. I don't take selfies usually, not a lot, a few for sure, but not a lot. But um, I do record myself a lot. I like to see because because I train people and and I want to I want to know that I'm doing something right. I want to know that I can translate it to someone else right and if I tell a client to do it I want to be able to send them a video of me doing it if I need to um so so I like and if I if I want to have a client do something weird that I've never done I want to try it on myself first all that shit so you know I it it was hard for me to convince myself that it was okay to like put my phone up in the middle of the gym because I do go to the busy gym the the bigger NSU gym sometimes a lot of times actually that's where I do all my cardio and I go to the one that you're at all the time now no, the one where the ring is, that's that's called Jack Dobbins. That's where I do all my weightlifting. The other one, the big one, the it's called the Fit, the, the actual NSU gym that's commercial for everyone. That's where all the kids go and all that shit. Um, that's where I do all my cardio. You like working out around a bunch of punk asses? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really do. Um, it was hard at first, but I do like it because I am 34. I'll be 35 in a couple months, and it, it really pleases me to know that I, I can – out squat, outlift half of those twenty-two year olds. Like it actually motivates the fuck out of me. So like, so my gym does competitions every like it's like every two weeks or something. They do competitions. Um, they did a uh, max distance row, like on the row machine in two minutes. Like you know, you do max distance in two minutes, and you have to get somebody to time you and all that shit. And then the last one they did was max push-ups in like two minutes. And uh, they do it all. So they do these competitions, and I'm like, okay, let me see what I can do. And anytime I do a competition, I'm in the top five. There's no fucking doubt. The push-up one, I was I was pissed because I was like, oh, I won that push-up one, no doubt. And the very last day, somebody beat me, and another one of the employees, um, well, coworkers, I guess I should call them, one of my coworkers, was like, um, John, he did not beat you. He fucking. He he was doing half reps the whole time. I don't know why they were counting it, and your your push ups were clean every time. And I was so I was pissed because I was like I did you know 184 and he did 192 or something, and I was like that pisses me the fuck up. Anyway, that's just I love these competitions because I'm like man I'm glad that at 35 I can keep up with these 22 year olds. It, it makes me fucking happy as shit. So uh, yeah, so I do like working out over there. Every once in a while I'll lift weights over there, not a lot. Because it's crowded. It's just too crowded. And not only COVID, but also just it's crowded. So I don't, I don't always lift weights over there. I go to the other gym because it's almost empty every time. Um, it's easy for me and Brittany to work out over there. But uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I, I do like working out amongst all the little dickheads. Oh, well, I didn't know if they ever, like, come up to you and, like, watch you or if they ever tried gym intimidation on you. Not that I've noticed, but I, then again, most of them know I work there, too. So, uh, like... And as far as the employees go, and all the employees minus like five are college kids. Like all the people that run the desks, all the people that are at the floor on the floors, those are college kids. It's just like the office that are older people, and then there's me, that's the personal trainer, um, and uh, I'm the only like real person. Well, that's not fair to say. I'm the only like full time personal trainer there. Um, the college kids do personal training too, but it's just like they just get paid their hourly. Like, oh, you clocked in for eight dollars an hour, go personal train this lady. You know, I don't. They they have to pay me personally to. Anyway, fuck all that. But I'm just like, um, all they 
like nobody's ever so what happened the other day was i get there at 5 a.m to coach these fitness classes and i get there and i turn on the spotify if there's like a public spotify or gym spotify and it starts playing like itsy bitsy spider yeah. and i was like what the fuck is this so i put it on you know whatever acdc or something and i uh, go about my business and as soon as the fucking acdc song is over it goes to like twinkle twinkle little star I was like, what in the fuck is going on? So I have to like run across two basketball courts to the desk where the computer is, put it on Ozzy Osbourne, and then run back out there to go back to my class. As soon as Ozzy is over, it goes to like Little Miss Muffet set on a tuffet. And I'm like, all right. Someone fucking with Now you? somebody's fucking with me. So, and, and, but it's 5 a.m. It's just me. I mean, the lights are off. We just turned the gym floor lights on, and it's yeah. just like these older people that like, not older people, but they're people that go to work at Someone like 6 a.m. Someone says the auto shuffle. Well, I mean, I, so I go back up there, and what I do is I just fucking exit out of that playlist completely. Because I couldn't even find those songs that it kept going to. I couldn't understand where they were coming from. So I exited out of everything and just put it on, like, death metal radio station. And I just told everybody, I was like, if this starts cussing and smiting God, like, I'm sorry. But we're not listening to Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. But when the, when the morning crew gets here in an hour, they can deal with the music. And... The next, I, I told, we have like a group chat and I, I posted in there like, haha, that was pretty funny, whoever did that. And uh, they LOL'd or whatever. And then the next day I come into work, I come into the gym and the guy behind the desk goes, uh, so you came in yesterday morning, huh? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, man, I'm so sorry about that music. And I was like, oh, you did it? That was a pretty goddamn good joke, man. Like, I don't even know how you did it. Like, how did you make the Spotify playlist always go back to, like, children's nursery rhymes? And he was like, I'm so sorry, man. Like, I, that was meant for the morning crew. I forgot that y'all come in at 5 a.m. before the gym actually opens. And I was like, dude, dude no sweat. Like, don't worry about it. And then I, I go, so I go in the office after that, and my boss is just like, he thought you were going to fucking kill him. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah, he's, he's like, he thought he, you were going to walk in here and, like, drive a fucking atomic elbow through his skull. Because they all know I wrestle. He thought, as, he's like, because I posted it in that group chat, and my boss is in there. And uh, he came in, he's like, hey, who messed with the radio? John was trying to figure it out. And he said that guy was just like, wait, who's John? And they're like, oh, you know, the personal trainer. And he's like, is that the guy with the beard? And they're like, yeah. He goes, oh, fuck. You know, he's like, he's going to beat the fucking shit out of me. And I was like, no, like it, it's 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 so no, nobody ever tries any gym intimidation with me that I've ever noticed at least, and uh, even the employees are halfway afraid of me, which is great. But uh, it's good uh, to have, good to have people that fear. It's you. good to be feared. I'd rather be feared than uh, than respected. <laughs> you know, growing up, that's like, the quote. Speaking, you know, we have, we have some good transitions going on today. Sure, right? sure. I've we're we're we, just we're, we're just shooting the shit. Well, we're smooth on our transitions, which I like. There we're finding stuff. Um, Coming off of, you know, better to be feared. Yeah. You ever have times, like, when you're in school and, like, you know, you always have those people that think they're badass until you test their badass. For sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then, like, that, that kind of happened to me. So, um, we, can, we, we can go back and forth on stories. But no, go ahead. I used to go to Claremore. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was raised, you know, I was raised in a family where my dad, my dad fought all the time. Really? My dad's as an adult fought. He would go to the bar and get in fights and yeah. my mom would bail him out of jail. Like wow. I told you the stories. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. and one of my vivid memories of my dad, like growing up, was like, you know, it'd be, it'd be, and I've said this before for people that haven't listened all the way. Yeah, yeah. Like good. Okay, just just to break it down, I come from a very poor family. Right. I don't come from a family with a trust fund. Anything I've ever got in my life has been by my own hard work and my own 
betting on myself. Right. Okay, like any vehicle or anything. My family is a one-car family, you know, from 10 to 14. I remember, you know, frozen chicken sticks from the church. Yeah. Uh, Mom passed away when I was 14. So you get the gist of my life. My dad's been a POS most of his life, you know yeah. I mean? And, and I say that, I yeah. say that also saying my dad was a good dad. Right. Like he was always, he never put his hands on us. He never, sure, you know, sure. he always, you know, he always went without to make sure we had what we had. But after my mom passed away, you know, he really made some shitty decisions in life, you know, yeah. and left us to figure it out. So, I mean, that's why, you know, my thoughts are that. But one of my vivid memories of my dad is, you know, my mom waking me up at, you know, three in the morning or whatever. Come on, Josh, you gotta get your dad. And you, know, you get in the yeah. car and you take off driving, you go pick him up from a parking lot or you go pick him up from a coffee shop or pick him up from a bar from a friend's house. And right. this happened over and over again. And then there's another time we pick him up and we pull up and we're just a little late this time. And he's cuffed. Cops got him cuffed. <laughs> and they're walking him to the back of the back of the car. Yeah. And as they're walking to the back of the car, he uses the momentum and runs up the hood of the police car and kicks the windshield out with his fucking cowboy boot. Peace out, homie. And I see that. So, like, my dad was a yeah. fighter, you know? So, I live in a household where it's like, do what? That kid, that kid said what to you? Yeah, yeah. That kid pushed you? You punched him directly in the nose. If I, <laughs> and if the principal takes me, it takes me up there, I'm going to say, I'm proud of my son. You know, that's that's where I thought was that was what was put in my uh, head. Like, and I wasn't a fighter, you know. Yeah. But you know, I always defended myself. Right. I'm still kind of like that, though. I still kind of have that. Sure. I'm way more like level headed now, but I still have that, you know, fight to me to where like if if anybody, regardless if you can kick my ass or not, to this day was to personally try to challenge me in any form of being an alpha, we right. would fight. It's just how I'm brought up. So, growing up in school, you know, you have those, those kids and. I remember the first time I like I flipped that switch, you know, and it was so liberating because like I was a kid and like I had two friends, um, you know, they were both black, you know, and mm-hmm. you know they're, they're interracial kids. And it's funny I've been in two fist fights in, in my life. One as a doll, one as a kid. My last one and my you know um, first one that were to do with race. And um, there was you know the two black kids in the bus. We were 10, 12 years old, and this big bully kid was always in the bus talking shit, always talking shit, always yeah. talking shit. And I finally one day had enough, and I was like, next time this kid says something, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch him. And whether I win or whether I get beat up, I'm not letting him say things like that to me anymore. Yeah. Like, my dad's already told me, like, you're not getting in trouble. So, you know, he looked back, and I was sitting in the middle of the seat, and my buddy Dakota and Jordan were on the right and left of me. And uh, he looked back, he's like, <laughs> you guys look like an Oreo. Two black kids and a white kid. Oh, everyone, look at these Oreos back here talking all yeah. kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay. And I looked over at my buddies. I was like, he's getting off the next stop. We're getting off with him. And they go, why? And I go, because I'm not dealing with this anymore. Yeah. And we got off the bus and they're like, Josh, don't, because they thought I was going to get my ass kicked. Yeah. And I rounded the corner and I was like, hey, say that again. And he goes, say what? And I go, call a story. He goes, he goes, I'm just playing, man. And I go, well, you weren't on the bus. And he went to say something. And before he could say anything, it's like a rage hit me. I punch this kid and I, I knock him down and I get on him and I start wailing him. And it's like the more I punch him, the more I fucking want more, you know? I'm yeah. like, my friends pull me off and the kid gets up, he's crying and he's like, he's like, you can't hit me like that, but he took off running. And like, in that moment, it's like, mind switched. It was like, yeah. people throw their fear and their weight around until yeah. you test it. Yeah, yeah. That was the first taste of like, oh, all I gotta do is stand up to him? Yeah. You know, and like, and it happens. And for the most part, you're, you're, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, you know, and fortunately, I've, I haven't ever, like, I've been in some back and forths, but I've never, like, been, you know, I never had my ass whipped. I've been yeah. in some back and forths. But, you know, that happened in Claremore in school and whatnot. And then, you know, in high school, I transferred to Verdigris, and a uh, similar thing happened again. Kid on the, you know, you know, I'm, I'm rambling, I'm going down no, the right, rabbit hole. Right, go but, for it. Um, kid uh, on the baseball team, 
would make these jokes. You know, I yeah. didn't hit my growth spurt when I was in you know sophomore year, so I was just short and fat. And uh, you know, we were doing pull ups, and I could do like one, and he yeah. was doing like ten. Yeah, that would be funny to target me. I had no clue who I was. You know, I didn't have, and Claremont had a little bit of reputation to where it's like, Josh isn't the baddest guy here, but he, you know, he will fight you. So right. like, you know, he won't be scared to throw. <clears throat> and I go to Vertigus and this kid like tries to, you know, target me and I got, I got down and like, I had enough and I was like, he's like, I bet if there's a cheeseburger up there, you'd be doing a pull up. Yeah. And I got down, I was like, I bet if there's a fucking dick up there, you'd be doing a pull up. <laughs> and uh, he's like, what'd you say to me? I go, you heard exactly what Roasted I said. Roasted him. I was like, you heard exactly what I said. And yeah. I remember the coach just kind of. Yeah playfully fell out of the seat yeah, yeah. and started rolling around the ground like being comical like ha ha he's, he, you let him say that to you oh blah, blah, blah. my god and um, anyway he and I got into it but you know that's that's the thing and like I, I feel like if I don't say this now people yeah. are gonna wonder the second fight the last one I've had that I, I told my wife I haven't I won't anymore it was about five years ago I went to the casino I think I've told you this and um, she had one of her friends who happens to be African American walking out of the bar and these three cowboys were threatening her, part yeah. of the N word and everything. I had heard enough. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. I basically said, "Hey, you know, you want to say stuff to her? Why don't you come over here and say stuff to me?" <sighs> and um, you know, the guy, you know, he wouldn't do it. And yeah. I, was, I was like, "Don't be a bitch." I'm like, "Don't be, a, don't be." I mean, if you're gonna talk big, come be big. You know, I'm gonna give you a chance. And um, I had two friends with me that I thought were my friends. Yeah. And I thought would have my back. And um, there's three of these cowboys on a flatbed, and uh, you know. I basically called this guy every name I could in the book to get him to come scrap with me yeah, yeah. and at the casino. And uh, he finally charged me, and you know I, I picked him up like a wrestler and you know basically Death Valley drivered him, but I threw him down real hard, hit the yeah. ground. And I remember turning around like a movie and looking at the fucking other two and being like, who's next? You know, like that kind of thing. And I was so drunk. Before the time was over, I was getting speared up against my truck. I was getting hit in the face with something. I was bleeding. Yeah. Um, all I know is I remember that I had to hold this guy's ear and I was like ripping it off his skull as hard as I could because um, he had me in like a spear position up against my truck and I'm getting hit with something and I look up and my wife is on this guy's back and I'm like, why is Sam on this guy's back? I choking him out. Yeah. And he like snap mares her over his shoulder on yeah, the ground yeah. and he rears back like he's going to hit her and before he could bring his hand down, dude, he looked up and I swear to God, I've never hit somebody as hard as I hit this guy in my life. Like flat, flattened him, like cold. Um, I'm not a badass. I did go to court though, and uh, I was absolved of everything because I didn't start the fight. They deemed in my favor, thankfully. Yeah. Um, but that's that's that story. So, um, basing that back around to fear. Yeah. What I'm saying is, there's so many people in this world that would try to intimidate, you, like through the gym or even wrestling locker rooms. It's like that, you know, and um. That's why I was curious if in the gym, if you go there, to get any of those young punk asses full of testosterone and that, you know, yeah, trying to punk you around like that. No, not really. And I will say that your story reminds me of why I don't, uh, I don't approve of drinking or gambling. So yeah, <laughs> stay, well, I've never been a gambler, but I stay out of those places. Man, I used to, I used to 18 to like 24. <laughs> it was like all about going out, dancing, Let me tell drinking. You. Let me tell you, we're, we are, we're good on the transitions today because we'll, we'll, well, I'll briefly get into this because let me tell you what I've been watching lately. I'm, t- I'm talking about... Backyard fist fights? I'm telling you right now. No, the opposite. Um, I have been watching an absolutely fucking obnoxious... I'm talking hours. Hours. I get lost in this of high-stakes poker. Really? Lost Never been in interested it. in that. Lost in it. I, I've watched so many hours of poker, but let me tell you right now, I have no clue how to play it. No fucking clue. But I've watched an ungodly amount 
of fucking high stakes poker. So, but, but 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 anyway, so I've watched I watched so much high stakes poker. I don't know how to fucking play it. Alex is Alex is talking to uh, his wife to make sure it's okay that he can keep. That would be Reed. Reed is on his way up here, so you're gonna get to see a little chili dog boy yourself. It's his birthday today. Or at least that's what I posted on the <laughs> Kitty Offer page for no real reason. Anyway, talk about we're gonna talk about your poker. Yeah, I'll be honest. I went down the rabbit hole of talking about that fighting story in uh-huh. hopes that you were gonna counter with. I've got some I, bully slash fighting story. I, I don't. I, it was. It sounded so perfect that we could go into my poker thing. But you're right. I don't. I don't have a lot more to talk about poker except for I, I love it and I love watching it. And I actually would like to learn how to play poker. But someone um, knows how on this podcast. One thing. Sure. One thing, real quick. I ordered a fucking Velcro uh, poker card for my fucking OKX gear. So Why? I'm gonna have a well. Okay, so I mean, this will come out more in the future or whatever. But um, you know, I have a I have a space on the back of my gear that, that you put a patch on, and I, every match I've had a different patch on or whatever. And usually I just pick whatever I feel like. But I wanted to get something that related to that match. And number one, I'm obsessed with poker right now, so I was like, oh, that's cool because that's a card. Number two, it's the uh, um, the death card, which I don't know if you know. The death card is the ace of spades, and what does the ace of spades say on it? A A. So. You, That's pretty cool. You get it. It's my opponent. So, uh, um, AA. So, there's going to be a death card. And it's, it's like black. It's like solid black. It just has small white letters. So, it's going to blend in perfectly. But anyway, I got that for the back of my gear. So, um, fighting stories. I really only have two. And they're not super impressive. But I have not had a real life fight outside of high school. It has been since high school that I've had like a... I'm talking like a real like... We're fighting. Like, if we you are, have that after your 30s, honestly, yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. are you doing with your life? There's, uh, you have to be like what I was talking about. Like if you're, if, you're, if you're constantly drunk in places like that, like I could see it happening because that's where all that shit comes to a head. But okay, so um, in school, I got into a real... I think I've told this a long time ago on this pod, but uh, so we'll revisit it. But like, I got into a real knockdown, drag out, fucking let's halfway kill each other fight with former professional wrestler uh, Chris Fury. We got into a fucking. Oh, so I met Chris Fury. I've never actually heard this story. Oh, okay. I th- I'm pretty sure I've at least mentioned it. But um, Chris Fury and I um, knew each other in high school, actually before high school, and. Uh, I had that little backyard wrestling fed, and he and I were pretty much, we were not friends, we were mutual, well, you know, he knew some of my friends, so he came out there, he was a wrestling fan, big Shawn Michaels fan, all that shit, and like, uh, pretty much it became like, I thought that I was always the best, and then he came in and thought he was the best, and one day, we got into like a fucking argument in my backyard, and we started fucking scrapping. Like, I, I could not tell you what the argument was about. I honestly think that it was just like us dicking around wrestling. And then all of a sudden it turned into, fuck you. Like, we started shooting on each other, basically. And we weren't, like, throwing punches. But, like, we were definitely, like, throwing, like, elbows. And really trying to, like, tear each other's fucking necks off and shit. Like, with, with, with chokeholds and stuff. And I remember just fucking fighting like crazy for who knows how long. Our friends kind of washing and, like, halfway, like, ha-ha, let's break it up, guys. But then we're, like, really trying to, like, fucking elbow each other's teeth out. Mm-hmm. And finally we break apart. And we're, like, all, like, bloody and, and like, roughed up and shit. And we're kind of walking, like, away from each other. But we're still close. And he just kind of, he, he looks over at me as we're, like, being pulled away from each other. And he goes, can I use your phone? 
Because he, he was fucking, we're kids. He has no ride. He's out in the middle of nowhere at my house in the fucking country. And uh, I just kind of go like, yeah, or you can stay. <laughs> and from that day on, no shit. From that fucking day on, me and Fury were the, like, the best of friends. And, like, when I went into real wrestling training and shit, he trained with me. Like, he's still one of my really good friends to this day. We don't see each other anymore, unfortunately, really. But uh, he's fucking super successful in his career with the uh, Choctaw Nation. And, like, I, I love him to death. We text each other every once in a while about video games and uh, CrossFit because we're both mm-hmm. highly into that shit. But, uh, you know, I had, you know, I won the WFC championship in a ladder match with Chris Fury. I was you, in were, that match. you were involved in that. We did a watch along for that match yeah, on this podcast. Um, so, like, I, I love Fury, but that was a knockdown drag out fight. The only, the only other fight that I ever had in high school, um, last one that I ever had, was with a legit bully. Look, kind of what you were talking about. Like, this was a legit bully. Yeah. And it kind of turned it like, I remember, like, so on the outside of the building, there was like this, like, It'd be almost like if you walked around the side of your shop here and got that little alleyway like towards the trash can or whatever, like um, yeah. kind of an area like that. And I would just always kind of hang out there waiting for the bus. And there would be a teacher somewhere. But, you know, we're high school kids. They're not fucking watching us. Like, who cares? And I just remember one day this bully that was just a notorious bully, big-ass kid, for whatever reason, just was kind of like, well, John's by himself over there, and I, I got nobody else to bully. Let me bully him. And it turned into one of those, like, oh, you're one of those faggot wrestlers, right? Like, you do that fucking queer-ass shit in your backyard. I'm saying this to, to tell you, I mean, this is all bad shit that I'm saying. This is how he spoke, though. I'm legit. Like, this is how he spoke. How he spoke to me, like, out of nowhere. I didn't get bullied, like, ever. I was kind of the weird kid, but I was, I was cool enough. Nobody really paid me much attention. This dude was just like, and I remember he was huge, at least in my head. He's huge. He had a fucked up lip. So I think that you could really analyze this. Like this kid, kind of like fucking, uh, what's his name? Hawk in fucking Cobra Kai. Yeah, he yeah. had a fucked up lip and a fucked up tooth. He had this yeah. weird, I bet this kid was bullied when he was younger. And he, he turned into this bully. A monster. Like in my head, he's like 275. He's huge. Better to be the bully than be the prey. And he was just fucking shoving me around. And then he kept, I remember he kept pulling my... I didn't have a backpack. I had like a, a, a duffel bag and just would sling it over my shoulder. He kept pulling the strap off my shoulder and he just kept doing it. And then I would fix it and not say anything. And then he'd pull it off and then I'd fix it and not say anything. And then he'd keep calling me, you know, fucking derogatory shit. And then finally, he just like, he pulls the bag off my shoulder and like shoves me up against the concrete wall. And he just goes, and he like, you know, just very like stereotypical like TV show. Like he balls up my shirt in his hand and pulls his fist way back and just goes, I bet I could fucking just knock your fucking brains out right now. And just like, as soon as he says that, I just, I don't know shit about nothing, guys. I know nothing. I'm not a fighter. I'm a fake fighter times 10. But as soon as he said that, I was just like, well, I don't really want to get hit. So I just uppercut him. Like just right there. It was probably like a two inch punch. But it's just like uppercut. And I can hear right now from fucking 20 years ago or whatever that was, the sound of his teeth like clicking together from this uppercut. It was just like click, like just just let like when your dog chomps or something. And as soon as he does that, he lets go of me. Both his hands go to his mouth. And then like when he takes his hands away, there's just like blood all over his lips. Like just because I don't know, he cracked. I don't think he bit his tongue, but he cracked his teeth together. I think he chomped on his lip or something. And... He legit walks around that little corner like I was talking about and 
he was gone. Like, I, I don't think I ever had another interaction with him ever again the rest of my life. Like, I gave him the most pussy little two-inch, like, uppercut to the bottom of his chin. And in my head, like, his chin is, like, on my forehead because he's huge. Yeah. And he just walked off. That was it. That, so that was the only other fight, uh, you know, fight, quote-unquote fight. He, I never got hit. I got shoved up against the wall for, like, a split second. And that was it. And it was just a bully that had never been tested, probably. It's crazy how that works, huh? And he gets one little crack, and I never saw him again. He probably bullied plenty of other people after that, but he didn't bully me, so whatever. When I was in high school, I was I, I got on the baseball team um, in Burdigris. Yeah. My junior, senior year, for some reason, like, the coach liked us being dicks. Yeah. You know, he, like, kind of groomed the Alex Royal side of me, dick. I, I, I attribute my wrestling character to my baseball coach being a straight-up hard-ass dick to me in high school, kind of making me take away my soft side. Yeah. And then... It's like Crease from Cobra Kai. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then I attribute the other part of it to um, the guy that... My, my buddy that got me into Herbalife that I'm still really good friends with. His name's Alex, ironically. Um, my character's basically based off of his. Yeah. His real life. I think he, he really, told, he really, that, he yeah, really is right. like... He really is Alex Roy in real you, life. You've told me about that. And yeah, um, yeah. basically... And you, you take those two... It's and good, you, though. Yeah. You, you, took, you take right. those two and you take Josh and... You know, because you hang around anyone long enough, some of their stuff rubs up on you. Sure. I, I'll be around Sam to this day, and I'll say something, and she'll be like, "You just like that because John likes it." And I'm like, huh. "I don't. I'm not like that with John." Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. I, was, "I was like, I don't copy what John does, except that, unless it's his move set." Yeah. I was like, "But um, you know, tell but maybe you tell her like, maybe, no, Sam, I don't fucking like Mad Max at all." <laughs> no, I told her I was like, she 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 watches Golden Girls, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" I was like, I was like, I was like, well, I'll give it a try. And she goes, "You only want to give it a try because John watched it, not because I watch it." Well, and I'm like, dope. I'm like, actually, no. I was yeah. like, not not the case. But um, anyway, Fuck I don't know what I was fucking. About. Okay, anyway, yeah, high school. So we we were dicks. <laughs> Let's talk about Golden Girls. We, 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 we were <laughs> yeah, dicks, yeah. and we were in the lunch line. And when I went to Claremore, it was like. Claremore was a 5A school. It's like yeah. you go in there. They, they might have been 6A the year I went there, but they were like high end. You go yeah. you go through the lunch line, and then you had like, you know, which I was poor. I had the, you know, I had the car, though. You get the cafeteria lunch. You, know? like, you didn't get the pizza. So it was like, you know, they rang me up. They're like, okay, you go get the roast beef. And you're yeah. like, oh, you want pizza? Pizza? You, you go that way, son. Too poor, kid. So like I would save up my two bucks or whatever, and I would go through the expensive line. Y'all had line. Pizza Hut pizza? Yeah. So Claremore, oh. that's what I'm saying. So Claremore... You go through their lunch line, you got the regular school lunch to the left, yeah. then you have a soda dispenser, and then you have a milk dispenser, and then you go to the right, and they do chili cheese fries and chili cheese nachos, and then you go one over, you got the salad bar, and then you go one over, and they got pizza every day if you want it. God so, damn. So, that's Claremore for you. You, make, you pick your choice. Um, unless you're poor like me, then you get the cafeteria lunch with a scoop of mashed potatoes. <laughs> and, um, I remember going through that, I'd be so hungry, and I'd be like, okay, go swipe my card again. They'd be like, son, this is, this is the one-time lunch. And I'm yeah. like, damn. So, um, anyway, when uh, I went to uh, Vertigris, I transferred to Vertigris, it was, sad. it was like a polar shock. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was a single line, right. you get what they give you. Right. You know what I mean? That's like, what I got. There's That's no Pizza Hut. That's what we got. You go yeah. through and you get a, I'm used to having the- You're blowing my mind with that Pizza Hut yeah, shit. That's you, not common. You, you have a foam, you have a foam tray with plastic silverware. Claremore was a, a what, plastic tray with metal silverware. What you're talking about with the fucking yeah. like, one line, that's the normal. Yeah. So yeah. The, this one line, so I'm going through here and I'm like, damn, and they're like, they're like, all right. Chicken teriyaki, and then they Hell put like yeah. a, like a, a piece of chicken with some yeah. soy sauce dribbled on it, and then it's like, you want salad? And I'm like, yeah, I'll take salad. And then it's, <laughs> it's basically it's, it's, cigarette? it's shredded lettuce, hand and dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, your salad, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, salad. damn. Yeah, yeah. And then on the way out, they got in trouble. They, so the school got turned in and got in trouble for not giving us a nutritious enough lunch. Ah. So they started making us take fruit. Michelle Obama. So like we go to leave, yeah. and then they'd be like, don't forget your fruit. And we look over, and they'd be like, a big 
community bowl oh, hell of yeah. apples and oranges. Hell and, yeah. and you just like grab one like, ugh. It's like, all there is is pears in here. Can I get an apple? And they'd be like, you take what you get. And then like, yeah, you take the, it's like, fuck you then. So, so we, what, what was your, what was your favorite school? So, like lunch, like of that, of the the one line, like you get what you get. What was your, what was the one that you're like, thank God it's this. Today. I love school pizza, but, okay. but I really liked, uh, um, which one am I thinking of? I forget. I like barbecue. The, the I like pizza, bar- barbecue the, so the pizza for us was like it was rectangular. Yeah. It was. It had. It was always sausage, and it had those big ass chunks of fucking fennel seeds on it. Yeah. That's those. It. And yeah. That, that's the classic. We all. Everybody loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Babe. And then you get it for breakfast the next day. <laughs> yeah. So I never got up early and fat breakfast. What I was getting at, what I was getting at with that uh, fruit thing is the baseball team. So the baseball yeah, team yeah. started thinking they're gonna make us take fruit. We're gonna fucking throw it at people. Right. So we would. Uh, Baseball, <laughs> the baseball team would take fruit, so we'd go through the aisle. We'd be like, "Everyone get their fruit," and they'd be like, "Yeah, that's fucked up." And then we'd go out by the bell, and then yeah. it's like the the commons area was way different than um, Claremore. Claremore, so you could leave campus for lunch. You know, yeah. like no one hung out and just ate lunch in like a big grassy area. Burdigers is like old school. It was like you know, if, if there's a football, people would have been playing recess football. That's right. kind of how right, it was. Right. And uh, so everyone's like in their little area. So you'd have the hacky sackers across the courtyard, yeah, in the teachers' parking lot, hacky sacking. And then you'd have the baseball team just kind of chilling there with the fruit in their Letterman jacket pockets. Right. And then you'd have, um, you know, the emos over sitting doing their thing. That was me. Then you have the the sluts and the fucking other guys over, you know. That was Brittany. No, And um, so we would, so we'd hide and we'd have the fruit. And they'd be all right, who's up? And uh, we'd be like, all right, who's up? I'll go, I guess. So like, then we'd like find, you find someone, your, your sole objective was to stroke them with a piece of fruit. Yeah. So my yeah, y'all are fa- fucking terrible bullies. <laughs> so my favorite one, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Who's bully? <laughs> well, I, what's crazy? Our story is like I defended, <laughs> and then I became one. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'll be honest, I was never really comfortable with this. Yeah, yeah. I was sure. on the baseball team. Peer pressure. So um, they would do it, and they wouldn't care, dude. They, yeah. They, they honestly like they were bad people. So, like, <laughs> they were bad people. So I'm like, so and and you know, and I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna ramble for a while because this, no, is, this okay. is funny. Go for it. So, um, I would always throw at the hacky sackers. <laughs> because they were yeah, from here, like I, I, people on the podcast can see. See where the Hillcrest line is over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah. about fifty yards away. Right. And I would always throw at the hacky sackers, like the long ball, because I know the odds of me hitting anybody right. were very slim. Right. But then there would be these other guys, like we'd throw it over there and it'd just smash in on the ground. And I'd be like, thank God I didn't hit anybody. Yeah. And they'd go everywhere on the ground. And they'd look over and be like, fuck you, baseball team. And I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like no, fuck you. And then like you know, fucking hacky sackers. They'd be like, all right, Josh, good, good throw, but you missed. And then like we'd have like our shortstop that threw like eighty six miles an hour yeah, yeah, in high yeah. school, and I remember this kid just fucking probably like you like yeah. you know like just shrugged it off. He rounded the corner with his lunch because he didn't want to eat in the cafeteria with everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he rounded the corner. He's walking down this aisle by himself, heavy kid, and Caleb fucking stands up and hauls this fucking pear. That's fucked dude, up, dude. On a line, <laughs> like on a line, it hits this dude in the back of the head. God and damn. it like. That's terrible. The pair was over. That's like, it was like, it's, it's JFK. So the pair didn't exist anymore. It hit his head, and every little piece of it was poof dust. Like, it hit him that fucking hard. And the kid, oh, took, the, the kid took it, stumbled one time, looked over his shoulder, yeah. held onto his lunch, and just kept walking. And in that moment, I felt like such a piece of shit for being on the baseball team. If I was that kid, I would have legit just dumped my food in the grass, took my tray... Walked in the middle of y'all and just started swinging. Just took my yeah. ass beating because you can't beat up a baseball team. Yeah, yeah. I would just took my fucking chances at that. Well, this is up. that's the thing is like you know that's the thing is like 
I was never <laughs> I was never the guy on the baseball team that had like had the big dick. You know what? I, yeah, I always yeah, had the yeah. long hair. Yeah. I had like long shaggy hair, and you know, like you know, like, and then I wore, I went through the phase of wearing those beanies that had bills on them, and, socks on your arms. Yeah, you know, I, I would wear like shirts with skulls on them, and Guns and Roses T-shirts. And everyone else wore like American Eagle and shit. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like, I was that person. So that that's the the funny thing is, yeah. I was hanging out with the baseball team because I was good at baseball, and I felt like it's what I needed. It's what my whole life was built to do play yeah. baseball, and uh, so I was on the baseball team, whatever. That's how I met Jeremy Lee. Yeah. Jeremy Lee went to the same school four years. He graduated senior before I transferred. So I'm studying in class one day. I'm on the baseball team. And I'm just miserable, dude. I'm a closet wrestling fan. Yeah. I'm doodling on my book. There's fucking just, you know, you're just not doing anything. I have a Sharpie. I'm drawing a line to one side and then a line yeah, to the yeah. other. I'm just making a fucking stupid, just killing time in yeah. history class. And I remember I wrote something. Like I flipped the page over and I would, I'd draw these shirts. Like MVP used to have. Yeah. The chain print on the shirt that said 305 on it. Yeah. And I used to always want one that said JR. I don't know why, but I wanted one. And I was writing it out, and I remember a kid named Cody leaned over and goes, that looks like a wrestling t-shirt. I was like, it is a wrestling t-shirt. And he's like, he's like really? He started talking wrestling with me. And I was yeah. like, hold on. I thought liking wrestling is gay. Yeah, yeah. Like, I thought that's what people said. Like, it's gay <laughs> if you like wrestling. Because yeah. I'd never met anyone that yeah. told me it was okay to like wrestling. I'd be, like, playing with my action figures in my room at 15 years old, and I'd hear my grandpa walking down the hallway, and I'd throw them on the, throw them on the floor yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. look at Sports Center. And I'd be like, this is what it feels like to be gay, I guess. I don't fucking know. Oh, like, my God. Like, I was a closet wrestling <laughs> fan. I never was openly told it's okay to be a wrestling yeah, yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, So then like, I have this friend. I'm like, damn, like, it's okay to like wrestling. Yeah. And he's like, and I've told this story before, but we're going to tell it again. He was like. Yeah, my buddy's my buddy's training to be a pro wrestler. Yeah, and I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. Um, his name's Jeremy Lee, and I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you want to meet him? And I'm in high school, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to meet him. I want to meet your fucking your friend. I was yeah. like, I want to meet him. And um, he's like, he's like, all right, we'll have him come over. And I'm like, how old is he? He's like, he's 18, 19. And at the time, I'm like 16. Right. And I'm like, I think my grandparents would be okay with that. And if like <laughs> an adult comes over, and uh, you know, so we're in the backyard. <laughs> um, we have two trampolines pushed together, and I remember Zach and I are out there jumping around. We're doing suplexes and stuff, and Cody's yeah. like hyping us up, like, "Dude, I got these friends that love it. They're good and blah blah blah." And, yeah. Um, I remember Jeremy rolling up, and he walked in. And he was wearing uh, he's wearing a black long sleeve and yeah. black gloves with his fingers taped over the gloves, and he had a white cutoff over the black long sleeve, and he went and bought those iron-on letters to iron on his sleeves, um, because his name was the Gift, Chris Gifton. His name in my phone right now to this day is still Gifton. Oh. Um, so he shows up and he this has... This is a 19-year-old man? He's 18 or 19. And on one side it said, God's gift on one sleeve. Right. And the other one said, to Reslin. Ah. Because he ran out of letters yeah, 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 for yeah, God's yeah. gift. <laughs> so he had to improvise and said, God's gift to Reslin. W-R-E-Z-L... In or something, oh, and uh, he shows up and like I'm trying, of course, like I'm trying to impress him, man. And sure, like, sure. Uh, you know, and and I give Jeremy all the credit for getting me into wrestling because yeah. you know, like he we kind of fed off each other, but um, but yeah, so I remember like you know he was like he's like yeah it's fun, and then he left and then he got my number from Cody and he messaged yeah. me and like we're talking and he's like you want to come to my house this weekend and I'm like where he's like I got a house and it was oh, here in Claremore. And I remember I went there and oh high school season. you know. And I remember I went there and uh, stayed all weekend, and we just talked wrestling fucking every Are you ready night. to take yourself to every the next night. level, to ride the rides, to no, do the drives, no, to, drive, no. to become the champion? Listen, I love Jeremy. I love his enthusiasm. <laughs> but I remember he used to call me, and he'd be like, he'd be like, uh, you sure you can do it? And I'm like, well, he's like, 
you can take the pain. You can you, you, you can eat <laughs> little amount, you know, whatever. It's like, you sure you can do it? And I'm like, yeah, man, I want this bad. And um, well, so I was, I was like, I was like, okay, I want this bad. So like, you, you know how I am now as an adult. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. if I want something, I go get it. Sure. You know, it's like, you know, like I I do my best to make the best out of whatever situation I have. Yeah. And um, and I'm going long on this, so I hope you fucking. Uh, if you're listening, if you turned off, whatever, you're getting a little history lesson. Um, it's about time we start talking about stuff we talked about anyway. Yeah. So the new listener can get it. So then, um, so Jeremy and I became best, best friends, okay? And we, all we wanted to do is be pro wrestlers together. Yeah. So we're wrestling in the backyard, and Jeremy worked at a place called Cops Residential. And, um, what the fuck's he doing? Um, Jeremy worked at a place called Cops Residential. And um, it had a bunch of, like, mental health patients that Jeremy's job was to give them their medication, make sure, you know, they were, they were safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, clean the place, whatever. He was the only employee on duty in all these residents. And he called me one day because we were doing backyard wrestling. And he was like... Hey, you want to have a press conference? And I'm like, where? He's like, at my work. Yeah. He's like, okay. He's like, I'll stage the residence. It's like people that ask questions. So like, I roll up to his work and we're just fucking. I still have it on video somewhere. We're doing a press conference, like mental health guys and yeah. memory loss are in the crowd and like they're asking questions, and the guy's like has a planted question. He's like, this is for Chris Gifton. He's like, yeah. And he's like, does Josh push your buttons? And he's like, um, he said something else. He's like. Does Josh push your buttons? And he kept saying, he kept asking the same question. And I remember Jeremy was like, do I push your buttons, pal? Do I? <laughs> like, you know, going off on it. But, uh, no, nah, it was, a, uh, it was very good. Very cool. Um, JD, JD was great. But, um. Reed's, Reed's, Reed's here. Reed's really worried right now. He's gonna, they, can, they can come in. He's, he's really worried that he's going to ruin this quality podcast. I bring yeah. his heathen. We're just telling the stories about, you know, JD getting into wrestling. So. <laughs> Happy birthday, by the way. Anyway, we'll pick up on the JD saga when we can get JD on. Because I would like to tell the whole story of, like, meeting through the backyards, through OKX, and, you know, yeah, it'll make all sense. But now we're going to let Reed tell his whole life story. Yeah, tell us, Reed. Yeah, not much to tell. It was today that I was born 28 <laughs> years ago. I got a question You're for you. You're only 28? That's gross. I got a question for you if you can answer it truthfully. Mm. Got 28 kids. How many dicks have you sucked? <laughs> Willingly? Yeah. Four. <laughs> I actually called Haskell when he was on duty one day and I was like, I was like, how many dicks you sucked today? <laughs> He's like, four. How, how many? How, how, how come you didn't back up straight? Because I, I went to back up and the truck was coming so I had to bitch out. You know what? I bet if there was a dick on that sidewalk you would have backed up straight <laughs> nah. you get some hey dudes I got some new dudes fucking put that stimmy to work son. wow those are hideous I how much did those cost you got a hat too 65 fuck I, I just bought some too that's some not too back. terrible I that's guess that's not too terrible but I mean you get those at Walmart for 15 but anyway spent $200 on a fishing rod and I'm not proud of myself well that's okay how much is that? you know I'm gonna go fishing. There you go. I spent like 500 bucks on food yesterday. So yeah. See the hey dudes I got back there? Mm-hmm. They're solid black. Hey dude. <laughs> Meal prepping for OKX. Talk about that a little bit. Let's uh, let's 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 wrap this up. We do you like uh, do you like Eli Drake? No. You don't like him really? Who is that? He's <laughs> a former TNA champion. He's in NXT now. His name's LA Knight. Oh, is that who that is? I didn't yeah. know that's who that is. Yeah. I've I've only seen him in pictures. I've never seen him wrestle. Dude, he had, he's he's the best promo in wrestling right now. Is he? By the way, we were going to talk about the art of the promo. We just never got. Are to we? It. Well, we had to be well, your, that's your wheelhouse. I texted you that. No, it's fucking not. But I texted you that. 
Eli no. Drake. I'll have to listen to his promos. I don't. Dude, I, I his don't promos are good. I, I saw his picture and I made fun of it. I was like, "Oh, look!" He went to Amazon and typed in "blue jacket" and bought the first thing that popped up because yeah. it, it's kind of a cheap looking jacket to me. Yeah. L.A. Knight. I don't. I don't know. I don't know anything about that name. I don't know anything about the character. I, I've seen nothing of him. I missed his promo. Apparently, I know he debuted. Dude, I, he, I he, he debuted. he's the best promo in wrestling. He sounds like Stone Cold. Oh, cool! I'll, I'll he, check him out. He has like his. He has his own little catchphrases. You know, like how like people start off their conversation. You got the let me tell you story. Mine is yeah, the blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. And then um, his is let me talk to you. Let me talk to so, you. So like, he weeds it in really good. Let me talk to you. Yeah, he's, he's the best. I think he's the best promo wrestler. I'm a big fan right now. That's cool. I'll have to check him out. I'm I, excited. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about a bunch of that shit. Man, I'm, I'm happy to see some of that. So. Are we going to WrestleMania next year in Texas? No. Yeah, we are. There's no chance in hell I'm going. Yeah, I'm you are. I'm fucking with I will have way more fun on my couch at home. Nah, we're gonna go. Is that a zero fox trot hat? Yeah. He bought it. Yeah, bro. On his own. I didn't even tell him about it. Oh, dude, I've, I've fucking known about that shit way before y'all did. Please. Hey, did you, buy, talking did about? you buy me some Hades today while you were there? I actually went to buy my wife some, and they didn't have her size, so I selfishly bought myself some. I'm a good friend, and I bought you shorts. So what's the deal with these hey dudes? Why are they? What's wrong with them? What's, you what's don't like cool? hey dudes? No, I've never heard of them. What is this? I don't know the oh, I don't know the reasoning why. Put it on your foot. They're a kind of shoe that goes, you know. Never mind. Don't put they it on your foot. Yeah, you're disgusting. <laughs> it goes on the wall. You know, you wear them. With, they're you wear them boat shoes. You wear them with jeans. You wear them with khakis. They float. They're casual. I do that formal. with those. I do that with those camo shoes. Yeah, they're casual. They're formal. Like you know, you can wear them. The only thing I don't like about Hey Dudes is that the bottoms wear out very quick. So I the pair I just bought have the gummy bottom. It's like my wife. Like the gum bottom. Where's that quick? <laughs> ah, damn. Uh, you think with all that cardio, you guys would go a long time? Yeah, actually, if, if we're being honest, I wear out really quick. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm be real honest. I'm you know, done. You I'm gotta, one to change your tires eventually. I'm a one and done. Well, either, Tread you, goes. either you change your tires or you get on testosterone. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, there you go. It works. <laughs> let's uh, let's what, what we got. Let's let's talk about let's talk about OKX a little bit. Cause we should wrap this up. We've been going for almost an hour. Have I'm we? Sure. Oh yeah. We were we were going for thirty before. I figured we were just going and then we. Oh, we could go. Stopped. Well, I mean, you know, we were doing oh, it right there, and now we're, we're gonna start rambling. We, we, so I was like, well, we can wrap it up. Let's talk. About all right, let's talk about OKX and call good. We'll Only got about... two things to talk about. So I got OKX or I got the Snyder Cut. You know, so I guess we'll yeah, talk about. Let OKX. me watch the Snyder Cut first before we talk about it. I want to. Here's what I want to say about the Snyder Cut while it's fresh on my mind, um, because I have a feeling that it'll. My opinion might change as I talk to other people about it, but so my my here's my opinion with the theatrical cut of Justice League that everyone saw in theaters, the two hour normal version. It sucked. It was terrible. It's unwatchable. If I was grading it, I'd give it an F. It absolutely blew. I hated it. Fucking hated it. So you rather that bully kick your ass not to watch it? Yes. So here's my thing. Here's my thing with the whole Snyder cut movement or whatever. Um, Zack Snyder is not a good director in my opinion. And Justice League was a shitty movie. So combine those two things together, what do you get? A good movie? I don't think so. He's he's made some good movies, but not a lot. Anyway, um, the theatrical cut, I give it an F. The Snyder cut, I give it a C minus. Really? So there you go. So it's passing. So there you go. That's that's my opinion. Go watch it. It's so you a enjoyed movie. it, huh? I, I enjoyed it. I mean a C minus. So yeah. yeah. Um they split still, it, split it in two, man. Watch it, watch it like it's Infinity War and Endgame. Don't, don't watch it. Four hours is too fucking long. That's miserable. I apologize for my nose, by the is way. Is it really that much more? 
it's that, crazy. I, that, I, I've got allergies, so I'm all stuffed up. So uh, we need to wrap this up. I can't fucking breathe. But uh, um, it's four hours long, dude. That's crazy. What I mean is, they really add that much more of a story to the already existing story. It's the same story, but it's just way more individual character shit. And yeah, they change plenty. Is of Joker stuff, in there? Yeah, yeah, good. I mean, I was a little disappointed he was he was barely in. But he's barely he's barely in it. But he's in it. Yeah, he's barely in it. Just know that. Well, all this all this shit about like. Oh, you get Joker. Oh, you get Dark Side. Yeah, they're in it, but they're not in it for very long. But they're in it, and, and they're enjoyable. They're totally enjoyable. Was did they still have Ben Affleck trying to be Tony Stark? Yeah, it's. I don't think it's as bad as it was in the theatrical cut. But yeah, definitely. I mean, he is. But it's not near as bad. So my biggest complaint about the theatrical cut was that uh, Batman sucked. He was uh, so Batman versus Superman. That movie, that movie sucked too. But Batman was the best part. Justice League sucked, and Batman was the worst part. So I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I, I, w- I was at least hoping I would get a cool Batman, but he sucked because he was a pussy. Um, he was just a weak Tony Stark. Like I hate it. So he's better at Snyder cut, way better, but still not the best. But anyway, there's I, I, I want to talk about it more after you've seen it. Um, it's not super pressing. Watch I'm it whenever. It you should watch it. I might I, watch it tonight, actually. I wish I would have watched like two hours yesterday and like two hours today. And just, th- like, like I said, Infinity War, Endgame. Like, I don't pretend, have HBO Max, though. Pretend like it's two movies. Yeah, well, me neither, but I watched it. <laughs> so anyway, I, I have somebody else's HBO Max. Send me the link. I don't, I don't know that I could do that, but uh, I'll, I'll see if I can get it hooked up. I'll see if I can get you a hookup, though. Okay. Um, so, yeah, definitely go watch it. Um, here's what I did because I'm, I'm going to meet with one of my good friends here in a couple days and he's super analytical about stuff like this. Why do you got to throw Justin under the bus like that? I know, but it's not Justin, but, but that it's very similar to that, but I'm going to meet with a friend that's going to tell me all the reasons why I need to hate it. Mm-hmm. And I know that he's probably going to be right, but I, I have to say when I watched it, I didn't hate it. So I, I'm going to hold on to that right now. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. My favorite comic book trio of all time. They're called the Trinity for a reason. They're amazing. They're the most popular of all time. Seeing them on screen together is beautiful. And it makes me so happy inside. So I'm trying to hang on to that as I think about it. My favorite movies. killer of all time's name was Trinity, so that works out. There you go. Trinity killer. He's, he's a great killer. So anyway, go watch the Snyder Cut. It's great. Awesome. Go check it and out. And watch uh, the last blockbuster. And then if yeah. you're in... Hit me up, we'll day trip, and we'll go check out the last blockbuster. And on May 1st, you are going to go to Wagner, Oklahoma, and go to OKX, where you're going to see some awesome matches like the one just announced with Fuego Del Sol versus uh, fucking Gideon Vane versus uh, who else is in that match? Graham Bell? Go watch that match. That match is going to be dope. You got Aaron Andrews, John Cross. You got maybe Alex Royal versus JD? Maybe? Maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see. We'll see if Jay Dizzle gets smart. Um, you're gonna get to see Reed take on the Joey Chestnut Challenge Volume Two at live at OKX. Okay. Reed is gonna try to beat his personal record of hot dogs in one sitting. He says he can eat, he can eat thirty chili dogs in one sitting. I don't know. I, I, we're gonna find out at OKX Wagner May first. You can get tickets at uh, something. Yeah, OKX 2021 dot Eventbrite. Dot com. Just go find the hyperlink on the OKX page. Get your tickets because, hey, I'm not even trying to bullshit the show. The show already has front row sold out, and we've already sold another 35 tickets. 
And Wagner Civic Center is not that big. So unless you want to stand by the bathroom the whole show, get your ticket now. Get your ticket now. Come check out OKX. I'm going to be in the best shape of my life. I'm already in it right now, and I'm going to be in better shape by the time I get there. And so for the wrestlers, don't think because we sold that many tickets means I still don't want to promote you. Don't think that since we sold that many tickets means you're going to get paid either. So have a, have a good Yeah, show. nobody that's listening to this that's a wrestler <laughs> is getting paid. Nobody that listens to What Can You Offer is allowed to get paid. Unless you've communicated with me in the last two days and or sent me updated promo pics, let's you're make, not getting paid. Let's make it two hours. <laughs> Deal. Two hours. All right. Countdown clock starts now. This is releasing Sunday at, what, 8 a.m.? At midnight. <laughs> okay, at midnight on Sunday. So Saturday. So Saturday night, midnight. Yeah. This is going to drop. Yeah. And if I do not have a message. <laughs> by 2 a.m. By 8 o'clock in the morning, you are not getting paid. This, ladies and gentlemen, has been what can you offer? That's how we do business, you know. I don't, I'm just, I don't know why I'm throwing myself in there because I'm just a wrestler. Yeah. But uh, anyway, peace All right. out. We're out of here. Love you. Fuck you. Bye. Hey, Justin. Fuck Batman. <laughs> <laughs>